Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This video is sponsored by LG Ultra Gear, which, as far as I can tell, is the most powerful gear for victory. With the slogan, Be the Game Changer, Ultra Gear are gaining popularity among gamers with their superior technology and status as the world's first IPS 1 millisecond gaming monitors. The emblem stands for the Wings of Victory, and if it were on my desk, I'd love looking at it. So, you game? That's the question that this show seeks to answer. My name is Wolf Schroeder, and I'm doing these special episodes of You Game with guests that we're going to be bringing from all walks of life. They're going to come on the show and talk about their experiences with gaming with me. We're going to be breaching a lot of topics, not all going to be just about gaming, but it is going to be about how different industries interact with gaming and how it affects people around the world. If you're wondering who I am, I'm an esports commentator who's been in Korea since 2011 commentated a lot of different titles overwatch very recently league of legends starcraft 2 was where i really got my start and i've been living in korea for a really long time know a lot about korean culture but i've been gaming ever since i could pick up a controller probably out since the early 90s but enough about me let's talk about our guests that we have on the show today starting with arnold her he's the coo of gen g very recently, his team made the <laughs> grand finals of the LCK. Thank God. <laughs> we have Alexa as well, who's an amazing K-pop artist who has a really cool kind of AIS concept. Yeah. And last but definitely not least, we have BM, aka Big Matthew yes, from sir. Card. Really excited to have these guys on the show. Thank you for having us. Very excited. Before we get into games, games, and more games, I do ask that you guys follow us at the Dive Studios across all your social media. And please let us know what topics you'd like to have discussed on this show. Really want to hear from you guys. And we can actually cater the show towards what you guys are most interested in. And you can follow this podcast on wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts in particular, Spotify. And if you do use Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating. That's extremely helpful for us. You know, you can give whatever rating you want based on what you thought of the show. But if you really did like it, please spend the time. Put that five-star in. Even if you didn't like it, give us five stars. Let's Come go on. for five. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> go for five. Just do it. Why not? All right. So I've got three gamers at the table. All right. And I'm going to be talking to them <laughs> about their backgrounds in gaming and where they're from, what, they're, what their careers are like, and how they intersect with gaming. Let's start with you, Arnold. You're a good friend of mine. I know everything about you, but the people out there, they don't know. Uh, yeah, so uh, my name is Arnold Herr. I'm the uh, COO and co-president of Gen.G Esports. Uh, <laughs> we're, uh, we're a global esports organization. So we got teams all over the world, uh, primarily in Los Angeles and Seoul here in Korea. Uh, so like super excited to be here. Uh, I guess my background uh, is I actually didn't start out in gaming. I was like very much a business guy. I'm still very much a business guy. So like I always loved gaming from when I was a little kid. Uh, and I always wanted to own an esports team. But then, like, esports team's prices just went, like, too high. So I had to, like, work for it and work for a company so that I could own a little piece. So, you know, that's, that's kind of my background is, you know, did a bunch of stuff. Worked in finance, consulting, worked at Google. Uh, and then got a chance to uh, start in esports because what happened was, actually, it's a good story. Uh, I actually started out at Google and then I was playing in these, like, intramurals mm. with, like, all the engineers, right? So we would have these, like, tournaments at Google. Mm. Right. And then all so I would I would basically be like the only mid to like senior business guy playing with all engineers. And everybody was like, who is this guy that just like keeps talking about like his tournament that he has to play for? <laughs> yeah. And that's why he's going to miss the meeting. Uh, but what happened is, you know, I, I got known that way. And then somebody introduced me to somebody. And then one thing led to another. What games uh, were you playing in those intramurals? I was about? actually on the bench for our League of Legends team. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I showed up to every practice. You know, I did all the VOD reviews. I worked. I worked hard, so you were man. So you were practicing and training. Sorry, you were missing meetings just so you could get off the bench to play in these. <laughs> I, I would, I, well, I wouldn't say missing meetings. I just blocked it off my calendar, on my Google calendar. And I was just like, oh, intramural meeting. 
right? Right. So I'm, I'm team building, right? I'm, I'm bonding with our engineers. So that was my excuse. But it, it led me to a good introduction uh, of our chairman. And then we, you know, got the job. So yeah, it worked I, out. It goes to show that not all gamers, you know, are from like kind of the nerd, you know, basement dwelling type background, right? Some yeah. gamers are businessmen who actually <laughs> want to own an esports team. That's how passionate you were. Yeah. Yeah. Some gamers are nerdy basement business people like <laughs> me. <laughs> He's got it all. He's got it all. All right, so I want to I want to turn to you now, Matthew. Tell Yo. me about your background in gaming, what you've been playing recently. Um, I was born and raised in Los Angeles, and gaming has been a, I think, a big part of my life since I was uh, I want to say around like twelve. I actually younger. I used to watch my dad play um Super Mario on Super Nintendo. Oh, he would kill it. It would piss one me off. One of the best games. Hey, it would piss me <laughs> off because I couldn't get like anywhere like past where he he would just zoom through the map and I'd like die from the little Goombas. <laughs> like all the time, it would make me mad. So that started with Super Mario. And then I got really heavy into FPS gaming on PC. Oh, shit. So Counter-Strike was really big for me. Um, I love uh, RPG games as well. Uh, I used to play Diablo 2 back in the day. I recently just started again. <laughs> it's getting crazy. Like Such a good game. Up. So good. Dude, Diablo 2 is crazy. Um, and then I also enjoy console gaming. I play uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. Just recently got the Cold War on my PS5. Hey. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Did you pay retail or did you pay yeah, extra? Did you have to pay for a scalper? <laughs> I got, actually got it as a gift from my little brother. Wow. He paid the extra. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's making big money right now. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, Spending it right too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you guys know gaming is huge out here in Korea. They have like the, the PC cafes. Like yep. five on each block. So it's really easy to find one. And um. Pro gaming teams too. It's the the jersey that Arnold's wearing right now. Yo, one of the teams we have out here. Mercedes is sponsoring them, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, big plug. I swear I didn't pay for that sponsor plug. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We'll take it. We'll take it. You big know? bags. Big bags. <laughs> Let's get it. Yeah, that's pretty much my background. I love gaming. So it's interesting to hear the story about you and uh, was your dad. You said you were played games with, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, you kept dying. That was my experience with all of my older cousins. None, <laughs> of, my, none of my family actually played games really, but uh, like my close immediate family. But yeah, yeah. My cousins were really big into gaming. I had a lot of older cousins. They were really good. And I remember when I was very young, uh-huh. just struggling to be like, well, how are they so good? My uncle also was the only person, like the only adult uh-huh. that played video games in my family. And I know that feeling of like, I keep dying to the Goomba. I don't know how they jump across the gap. Yeah, yeah. And then you get older, you you have younger people that you meet. You know, younger brothers, younger siblings. Um, you know, your friends who aren't as good at games. And you're like, ah, I was there once. I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Feel that. Well, Alexa, let's talk about you. Um, <laughs> so, you know, what kind of games do you like to play? Are you a big gamer yourself? See, in the whole, oh, I was there once. That has been me my entire life. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I'm not too much of a gamer. Like, I've, I've I've dabbled a little bit. Like, you know, my brother, growing up, we had a PS2 in my house. We had a Wii. We had an Xbox. So, I mean, I dabbled in things like Halo, Call of Duty every Ooh, now and then. Halo. Some good ones. Some good ones. not good. saying I was good. <laughs> uh, Left 4 Dead is a personal favorite because I like zombie stuff. But I mean, other than that, I've really never dabbled into PC or anything. The only experience with Fortnite I have was like playing on my friend's account at a PC bong while he went to the bathroom and he asked me <laughs> to take care of his turn. So I said, okay, and then I died. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the thing is though, everybody around me in my life is super into gaming. Like two of my friends back home have like their own setup. They're making like a streaming channel. And so many people are like, Alex, get into gaming, start streaming. But it, difficult. Do you find it? Do you find it intimidating to to play games just because you feel like you're not as good as everyone else? Like, is that is that something that scares you, or are you just? Uh, it's not so much something that scares me, so to say. It's just kind of like, all right, because the thing with me is, once I get interested in something, I just get like sucked into it. Oh, so you're scared you're going to oh. get like addicted to games potentially? Because I don't have the time <laughs> yeah. or the money. So yeah, that's that's my whole two cents on the whole thing. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, I actually spend a lot of time playing games. And when I was younger, when I had a lot more free time, mm-hmm. I played a ton of games, so much so that at the very end of my high school, I was basically a 4.0 GPA until I discovered Ooh. playing StarCraft uh, Brood War Online. Oh. And I used to play casually, right? And then I started playing fairly competitively with a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. A lot of my Korean friends, actually, I grew up with uh, in Georgia played Brood War pretty competitively. So we'd play in tournaments. Wow. And after I started practicing, I, I fell into the same issue. Mm-hmm. I actually started playing so much that my grades were dropping. I remember one day oh. I came home. I had like a C uh, on, on a very <laughs> oh, easy no, class. Sir. Like senior year, right? You know, senior, I just whatever. But I had a C in one of my classes. And my parents, um, when I got home, they had gotten the, the grade report. And when I went upstairs to get on my computer, the power plug had been taken away. Wow. <laughs> oh. And they were like, you're not playing any more StarCraft until you get your grades back up. Um, but I could feel that because now I, I, I try to act like I'm young again. And I buy so many games mm-hmm. uh, all the time. And I have this insane backlog of games. I'm like, that looks amazing. I have to play that. And I buy it. And I play it for like five hours. Then I'm too busy to play. And then the next game comes out. I buy it. Play it for two <laughs> hours. This is a huge problem in gaming right now. There's just too many good games to play. Yo. <laughs> I actually, you know, you know what the most annoying thing about working in gaming is? It's true. Like… I am so passionate and love gaming. But now I have zero time to actually play games. Wow. Meanwhile, I'm like even more competitive because I'm surrounded by like the best people in the world. So like I can't just like show up and like be bad. Right? Mm. So it's like the worst of both worlds where I have no time. And then at the same time, I play and I know how bad I am now. And it's just the most frustrating feeling in the world. (gasps) Yeah, it can be. It can be hard. I mean, I'm a professional esports commentator. So I commentate some of the best League of Legends players in the world. Um, some of which are on your team. Some. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and so for me, when I go home and play my ranked games where I'm not even close to the pro gamer level, it feels like almost infuriating to watch how bad I am comparatively. And even the people who are playing against me who are destroying me are also very much worse than the players that I'm commentating. And it can be a, a kind of weird gap feeling that you have. You're surrounded by pro gamers all the time. You love gaming. Don't have time for it. It's hard to, to be an adult, I, I think, in this uh, in this world nowadays where there are so many games available. When we were at peak gaming age, right, when we were all in our teenage years and had a bunch of time, summer vacation, for example, mm. we could all play games all summer long and could go through four or five games in a summer, maybe even more. Yep. But nowadays, it feels like I can't go through one game in a whole year. Yeah. Adult life, bro. Adult life. <laughs> It sucks. It's not fair because there weren't that many games back then. Yeah. So you could play almost all the good ones. But mm-hmm. now there's so many because the gaming industry ex- has exploded yeah. so much. Yeah. And yet there's just no time to play. See, I sacrifice a lot of sleep to stay on Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sleep. So I want to jump into one of our first topics, which is a, a game that's very popular right now. It came yeah. out in 2018. It's called Among Us. I'm Ooh. sure you guys have heard of it. And it's a it's a very popular game. But it, it came out in 2018. It wasn't popular for a while. It wasn't really that, that well known. Until a lot of popular Twitch streamers, um, and for those who don't know, Twitch is a, a platform where you can stream your, your gameplay. You can all stream yourself talking. It's just a live streaming platform. A lot of people are streaming their gameplay there with popular celebrities. Um, we even had politicians coming on streams and stuff what? like that at some points. Yeah. Um, just because they wanted to get in with the, the kind of gamer circle. So wow. the game exploded. It's a very cheap game as well. It's, a, it's like a $5 game, you know, mm. give or take what sale it's on, mm. uh, what region you're in. It's a $5 game. So it blew up and it, everyone was playing it. And everyone was talking about it. I see Among Us icons now in my pony jump, you know, mm-hmm. downstairs. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> so I wanted to know if you guys have played this game yet and, and what your thoughts are on it. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, like anytime my friends and I get together, we'll be like, hey, anybody want to play Among Us? And then like we'll throw bets in and just see who loses if they do something. But <laughs> yeah, it's fun because it's a simple game that even someone as bad as I can do. So yeah. And just to give context to people who don't know the game, it's a game that's basically like Mafia. So mm. you get pegged as the imposter. You might not. And then you actually try to go around uh, one of the first maps. They have a new map now, Airship. We'll talk about that in a second. Mm. But you go around the map. And you have, if you're not the imposter, you have to do certain tasks. And if you complete all the tasks, you win the game. Mm. Meanwhile, the imposter is killing people. And if you see a dead body or you think you know who the imposter is, you call a meeting. And then you discuss it. And you try to prove that the person you think is the killer is the killer. So there's a lot of mind games that goes into it. 
I myself am terrible at lying, so I'm very bad at this game. Oh. And I'm on the I same boat. Play. Right. I'm on the same boat. That game gives me mad trust issues, bro. If I play <laughs> with my friends, it's just like I know one of them are lying. I just have to figure out who. Mm. And that's like anxiety in my head. I'm just like, dude. <laughs> and then like after the game is over and then I find out he was the imposter and he killed everyone but he was lying so well. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I could trust you as a friend don't, anymore. Don't you feel like you can like see like different sides of them you yeah. don't see as a friend? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's like, right. hey, if I ever did you dirty, you would lie to me like this probably, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, there's some games like that, right? Like uh, Mario Party. I don't know yes. if you guys have ever played it. It's like one of those games that you don't play. You don't want to play with someone that you're not really close with because yep. you might ruin what it was a budding friendship. You know, you're getting close and then somebody stole the star yeah. after a two, three hour game and it's over. Or <laughs> yeah. Mario Kart for that matter <laughs> Mario too. Kart too, yeah. This Violent. Is dangerous, dangerous to play that with your friends. Uh, it's a game where I think it's, it's really interesting to see this. Uh, and I'm interested in your thoughts from the business side as well. That wasn't very successful, but became successful successful because of this explosion of streaming. Mm. And I think that's part of why almost every new game that comes out now actually has the publisher getting streamers to play it early. Early release, streamers get it a day or two first to build the hype. What are your thoughts on this, Arnold? Well, I think like… Actually, I would love your guys' opinion on this Mm. stuff. Because like… So one of the things that we're facing as a problem in the company is that… All these guys that were like… You know, I grew up in LA too. All I did was play PC Bong and everything. But there was no Hell like yeah. job or anything you can get now yeah, yeah, back yeah. then, right? But uh, you know, all these guys just play games. And now they're making millions of dollars a year. Yeah. And when you make millions, all of a sudden people start hitting you up. Yep. You have like managers. You have people DMing you. And they don't know how to deal with like all this celebrity that just like rushes in, right? Oh. Mm. And that's happening for streamers too. Where mm. they're just like streaming. And then they're like streaming for like 10 people. And then all of a sudden it's like… 50,000 people watching you mm. and it's blowing up. But yeah. then like there's no like training that you get. Like you would at like an SM or where, wherever mm. like you know you would. So like uh-huh. what, what, do, what kind of stuff do you guys get when you guys start blowing up or already have blown up? Like that was like super helpful. You know because mm. like these guys always ask me like, Young, what do I do? I get all these DMs <laughs> and I'm just like… Dude, I don't get any DMs. <laughs> I don't know, you know? <laughs> get yourself… First and foremost, get yourself a manager. Uh, I think someone who uh, can manage all those DMs for you and kind of pick and choose. Because obviously, if you if your numbers are up, you're going to yeah, get yeah, love yeah. calls from whatever yep. corporation, from whatever company. And they're going to want to sign you and, and you know, have a contract out. But um, I feel like… Look for advice. I'm, yeah. I'm sure, you know, someone like you definitely knows from the business aspect, like, what to do when it comes to contracts. And, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the numbers dang. side is easy, but the hard stuff is uh-huh. like social media, right? Like ah. everything they do is just like it's a thousand people will yeah. be like, oh, that's good, that's bad. And then they just get so stressed, right? Mm. It's so stressful because it feels like eventually when you get too big, if you make one mistake, right? And some mm-hmm. people are really upset about a tweet you made or an Instagram story you that made yeah. or a Snapchat or whatever, then you suddenly are like, it feels like you're just walking on eggshells forever until yeah. you can kind of get back to normal. Mm-hmm. And I think. Some people actually are good at dealing with that. And some mm. people are not. Some people need like a PR person they need to show their tweets to. Yeah. Right? For example, before they post them. Right. Um, and I, I think that, you know, managing social media is one of the most important things you can do as a brand. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah and I think you guys have both… I looked at your social medias uh, over the last few weeks. You guys are both yeah. doing a great job. Well, Thanks. I have a question. Because you did it like by yourself first, right? Because I think mm, I… Was, yeah. And then like how is it different like when you were doing it by yourself mm. versus like… Now it's like professional, you know? Well, I mean, again, so I got my start coming into the industry. I was a cover dancer originally. And then my social media by myself, I built it up to like 60K people. Wow. And so I would do like Instagram lives and stuff all the time. And that's kind of how I maintained my following and everything. How does that transition work? Did it feel weird at first for you or… But the thing is my company's super open-minded and they know that I'm not going to like say something out of pocket. So it's kind of like another me. pair of eyes if anything. Basically. Right. Basically. Proofreading. Like, it's really funny because like even in Korea what's happening right now is there's like two groups of like esports teams, right? Mm. You got one group yes. that's basically like old school. Like we are going to create the next like like 90s, you know, K-pop, you know… Uh, Almost an idol group, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they won't let you post p- players do anything. Uh-huh. And they just say like, this is the post you got to post. And then we're kind of more like, no, 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 no. We're going to create like more freedom. 
and like we've been like tracking more like Korean hip hop to try mm-hmm. to like learn like how Korean hip hop grew. Okay. Yeah. To be like, how do we like build that? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? To like yeah. make it more like fun. You know. But it's, old- it's weird how there's like a divide happening right now mm-hmm. in esports. In the old days of um, Korean esports, there wasn't really social media or Twitter, and players were actually given because you know all these guys that back then were like 14 to, to 17 years yeah. old. That was like right. one of the most common ages you would play StarCraft Brood War at. Right. Uh, back in the early 2000s. So all these players were actually given media training by their wow. their teams and staff so that when they would do interviews after a win, mm. they would know what to say. They would know not to mess up, um, things like that. And and nowadays, it feels like that's kind of gone by the wayside. The mm. social media has kind of erupted. Players are sometimes awkward on camera, I feel like, nowadays. Yeah. Um, and it's really interesting because that explosion of social media hasn't quite hit Korean esports yet because teams still have that mentality because some of the ownership is still old, like you said, and old school and wants their players to say nothing you're a professional. You're a pro gamer. You say it on the televised interview. You don't have a Twitter. Turn your Facebook off. Like, stay quiet. Um, oh. And and it's kind of like… It's not that restrictive and it's not that strict, right? But that's the kind of general idea. So a lot of players grow up with this idea of like, I should be somewhat reserved in my opinions. And then other teams mm-hmm. you know, like yours are trying to kind of push the, the boundaries quite a bit as to, to where you can show your personality outside of the game. It's it's funniest when you like make them do stuff with celebrities. We we had like one thing that happened. Uh, Pekyon came because he's a huge PUBG fan. Really? Oh yeah, he's he's good. He I heard he's too. Really he's good. Really good. Like yeah. we at first we were thought it was just like Inza and then like pretend oh. we're playing and he's like no 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 we're playing, and then he knew all our strategies like. It felt like he scouted us or something. It was crazy. He's like, yeah, wow. so you're going to go this way. And you're going to go this way. And all our players were like, oh my god, what, what happened? Yeah. And then he asked for their phone numbers after. So he could still do okay yeah, with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, from, from what I hear, Pekyon is top three in the celebrity PUBG world. Wait, wait are you ranking him number three or number one? Where, where, where would you put it? I, I, don't know. I, haven't, uh, I haven't played with enough celebrities to know. But everyone I, I've played with… He's the talk of the town. It's like, you haven't played with Pekyun yet? Like, Pekyun is really, really good. It's really like, good. How, like, I would say, like, I would always ask him, like, where would you put him in the celebrity range? Like, out right. of everyone I played with, I, I top three for sure. Wait, that's… Yeah. So, I been, I keep hearing that, right? Like, yeah. how all these, like, uh, celebrities are, like, playing games. Uh, but I don't, like, see it in, like, media news and stuff. Like, yeah. what, why do this… Why is this, like, thing happening? Like, they're all playing games and I, what's the… What's going on? Uh, I mean… You know, I feel like in the celebrity w- or in the music world, yeah, yeah, if you're yeah, a musical yeah. artist, yeah, yeah, yeah. your your fans want you to focus on that. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there's obviously still a stigma uh, amongst a lot of people that gaming is a waste of time and you should rather be studying and working hard on whatever profession you're trying to achieve. Um, and say I was streaming. Right. Say I love PUBG. Say I was doing it for like four hours. Yeah. You could see that for four hours, right? But fans don't necessarily see the the amount of time that go into the music production. So in their head, it's kind of like, oh, you're just playing games. Why aren't mm. you working on music? Right, so right, right. That's more like clear in your face because you're streaming it. But, um, you know, all the behind the scenes stuff, that's not shown. So right. I think you, like yeah. image-wise. Do you feel like the reason why it's becoming maybe a little bit more accepted nowadays and getting a little bit more popular is because people are starting to realize you can make a ton of money Yo. off of this? <laughs> yeah. Because before it was like, okay, well, what are you doing? You're messing around. You're wasting your career away yeah. um, as a musician or, or anything else from playing video games. I mean, you even see it in like movies, like in yeah. pop culture in the early 2000s. You'd see somebody sitting at the, you know, somebody who's like having a, a slump in their career. Whether it's a baseball player or a musician like sitting at the computer playing a game or something like yeah. that. But I feel like that the the equation has changed now because if you are popular enough, as a musician even, you can actually take that following, bring it into a streaming platform, and make tons of extra money, right? I feel like now yeah. it's becoming more acceptable. People are kind of looking at each other going like, yo, you want to collab on a stream? Like you want to actually build our following together? Yo, dude, I don't see why not. I mean, let's get this money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's get it. Why not? A perfect bridge, I think. Today, we are here in the studio with the LG Ultra Gear. Let me get the model number right. 27GN950 monitor. It's a really fast monitor. It's 144 hertz. It's really quick. And I'm told it's got RGB sphere lighting for an immersive gaming experience. The RGB sphere lighting is really important for getting that sound and video synced. Overwhelming speed. 144 hertz refresh rate monitor combined with IPS 1 millisecond refresh rate. And if you like that monitor, I've got good news because there's another new one coming out, the 27GP950, which has HDMI 2.1 as well. So keep an eye out for that. Stay tuned. It'll be out in 2021. 
Do you guys want to actually have this conversation before we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I think it's good for the show. Like, <laughs> I, so we were, so just, we're talking about well, off camera, yeah. guys, just to, to bring it back in. We're talking about gaming salaries, and Arnold was talking about how some of these players are making five million plus a year. Yeah, yeah. It's it blew up, man. Like when I when I first came into this thing, it was like three years ago only, like three four years ago, and like salaries were like hundred thousand for like the best guys. You lay like three hundred. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, how do I afford this? Yeah. Now, man, like people are making like five. 10 million dollars as like pro players and then as streamers they're making like 10 20 even 30 million a year uh and i'm just like what is going on but i think it means like culturally it's getting more integrated into like mainstream yeah so like i think that's helping us i mean look my shirt's like my shirt's filled with just Bill's sponsors. Yeah. i know right <laughs> i love it I'm, I'm shilling i'm shilling you know as as, as industries grow right um they explode because they become popular enough that sponsors notice and once one big sponsor gets in every other sponsor wants to be a part of it you don't want to be the <laughs> one big company that's just not attached to gaming at all yeah and i think the same can be said of of youtube artists k-pop industry as well once an industry grows it really starts to explode it really mm-hmm. starts to mainstream and speaking of kind of mainstream, it feels like nowadays K-pop has become very mainstream uh, in terms of how it's, uh, you know, perceived outside of Korea, right? It used to be kind of a small thing in the States. when I Before I moved to Korea, right, around 2011 yeah. now, about 10 years ago, that was when I remember my friends were starting to get into K-pop a little bit more. I had listened to it a little bit, but it was very niche, right? It was mostly my Korean friends and my friends who hung out with my Korean friends who weren't Korean, right? Like it was kind of a smaller circle. Mm-hmm. People heard it when they were listening um, but now it's so big that it feels like now even companies like Riot yeah. are actually making kind of K-pop groups, right? KDA is a new group that they came out with a few years back. Yeah. Um, and it has their champions in it. So the four champions are Kaisa, Evelyn, Ari, and Akali. So these are four characters you can play as in League of Legends. But they've made them into essentially an idol group. And of mm. course, they're actually voiced by several different uh, musicians and singers. Two of them actually being K-pop idols themselves. And I want to know what you guys think about this because this is this kind of crazy melding of two booming industries outside of Korea. K-pop is growing outside of Korea massively right now. Gaming is growing outside of Korea massively right now. And and you guys are both kind of from that musician background. So how do you guys feel about this sudden growth and explosion and this kind of melding of gaming and K-pop? I mean, yeah, right now it's a good time for it to all take off, honestly. Because, I mean, I'm familiar with some of these champions because my brother used to be really big in the league. Oh, yeah. Specifically Ari. Because, I mean, you know, there's the pop star Ari skin and that's modeled after Sonia Chide. Yeah. So it's like, they were Even already… Even has a dance. Even exactly, has a dance. Exactly. Yep. They were already one, but now it was just kind of all funneled together and that's the result. And yeah, I think it's a great idea that this is happening, though. Yeah, I also yeah. have a great idea. You should make a guy group and put me on. Yo, yo. <laughs> Do it. I'm not Do even it. playing right oh, now. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. That is a because great who's to idea. say that it has to be female characters? Right? Yeah. What kind of character would you want to be if you were in the game? He's going to be a rapper, right? I heard somebody works at Riot or their sister works at Riot in, yeah. in this building right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, 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 what kind of character would you want to be? First and foremost, I want a sword bigger than me. Like carry okay. a sword bigger sword. than you. Yeah, okay. A big sword. Oh, super futuristic. Some neon on it maybe. Maybe like have it shoot lightning and whatnot. That would be tight. Um, <laughs> and then I want my shirt off to like look extra sexy. <laughs> all, all the new male characters have their shirts off and look super sexy. So yeah, you yeah. fit right in. And okay. then can I get matching like neon eyes with my sword too? I think that'd be tight. Yeah, and then, and then like maybe some like hey Nike if you're listening let me get, <laughs> maybe we can put me maybe we can put me in the ones that Jordan ones that would be tight yeah yeah, yeah. maybe just, they could add a new out. new item to the game uh, new Nike boots so they give you some more movement let's, speed let's go let's go I like where you're going wait let's now, keep if, going if you're, if you're matched up against him and the lightning sword guy mm. like what would you be yeah who would are you I gonna be? be yeah what would you great be? question because honestly like uh, the whole thing behind Alexa in general like making my concept our team actually has some very uh, the hello? They got people that are very interested in games. We have some gamers on my team. So that yeah. helped make our concept. And later we want to try to somehow put mm-hmm. Alexa in the game and things. But Alexa aside, what would I be if I had to verse that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to win that, right? He has oh, lightning man. and a sword. And hey. then like, you know, some water, Jordans or something. So Water against lightning is… Oh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You want it so, to be like my arch nemesis or something? Wait, wait, wait. wait no, earth, no, no, no. It should light? be earth. Water it, Yeah, yeah, you're weak, right. right? Okay, yeah, I almost flipped that around. Yeah, yeah. If you were water, I'll whoop you. Did you just give right. her dirt as like her power? So then, <laughs> okay. You know, tough. Avatar The Last Airbender. Let's go Earth Okay, style. okay, okay. I'll figure it out. I'll get back to you on that. Maybe she head. maybe she sings really well and it moves the earth. Okay, that's her ability. She mm. like sings and makes it vibrate and then throws the earth at him. Dude. That's yeah, what, that's why what I'm kind of feeling. Oh. Why not? 
Oh, okay. I'm picturing an animation in my head right now of just us fighting in the game or something. <laughs> Artists, please do yeah, this. Like anybody, anybody, please. Do it, do it. Oh, I'm sure someone game will do it. And also sing the title track for like the champ. Oh, wow. This, this makes so much sense. Me and you. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, let's let's go. I feel like this, we just suddenly made Riot a lot of money. Made you I guys know. a lot okay. of money. Like, Contact wow. Contact us, Riot. <laughs> right. Get, get us, put us on. Put us DMs on. are open, right? <laughs> yup, 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 yup. Um, so I want to ask you guys about how you feel about the sort of animation side of it, right? Because mm. Red is actually, you know, animated performances as well. So they're right. not actually, you know, the the singers who actually do the voices are not on stage, right? It's kind of recorded voices. And you guys have done a ton of performances mm. in your career uh, over the years. How do you feel about this kind of new style of almost like hologram, augmented reality stuff coming into the K-pop scene? Do you like it? Does it feel… Um, too different? I mean, I'm, I really want to hear your takes. I mean, I think it's really cool because I'm someone that has a super like nerdy background. I used to really be into something called Vocaloid. Oh, and yeah. So, yeah. That's any Muka stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so they had holograms on stage back in the day. So it's really nothing new to see a performer that's a character and not the person themselves. I mean, like, uh, there's this one British band called Gorillas. And oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, That's like, where I was going to go with this. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Mm, Gorillas oh. is a big example that, yeah. that comes to mind when people think of this, right? Exactly. I mean, they have holograms or like they have like little like even like puppets for certain things going on stage. But I think it's pretty cool, especially because it's coming into K-pop. But like would I, would I pay for like a two-hour long concert and just holograms? Maybe not. But like there's still a niche for it in the industry though. Mm, right. That's what right. I think. Yeah. I think that there's cer certainly an argument for this sort of thing to grow because mm. especially right now in this pandemic where it's, oh, yeah. it's hard to attend live events, it's hard mm -hmm. to go to concerts. Um, some of the stuff that Riot's done with this uh, for the World Finals has actually set up a really cool viewing experience on stage. And the majority of the people watching that World Finals are watching from home, mm -hmm. like on internet television, right? They're mm -hmm. streaming it. So if you have this, you can almost do anything, right? It's like making a movie versus making an animated movie, right? When you have an animation studio… There's no limit to what you can do because it's right. not real, right? Right, right, right? And and in that sense, making KDA actually allows Riot to do a ton of really cool stuff with stage performances. They can do it even if there isn't a live audience and it will still be seen by thousands of people, right? Right. So I think it's a cool strategy, especially right now. I don't think that's why they did it, but it ends up working out to be a really cool thing right now right. when no one can really go to live events. Yeah. I actually wonder, like, I, we've noticed… Uh, so we work with, like, a lot of musicians for stuff and then… Uh, we noticed that a lot of the musicians started doing like live streaming, like Twitch and all that stuff. Especially like DJs and stuff. Yeah. You're not gonna… There's nothing else to do right now, right? Right, right. Do you think they're gonna like stay? Is this like a move that's permanent? Or do you think they're just gonna go back or forget it? Or what's gonna happen, you think? You know, I, th I think this is… Um, you know, obviously COVID being yeah. the biggest problem. Um, although it's a problem in that aspect, I feel like it's opened doors to yeah. a lot of different platforms like Twitch and streaming. Yep. I don't personally feel like it's going to go away completely after COVID clears up and we can have more, you know, human-to-human -human interactions. But I feel like uh, while COVID was an issue and we had to take that route of watching everything through streaming, whoever has fun with that, I mean, everyone is going to have fun with yeah, that. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's because you have to cope with that. That feeling is going to stay. Right, you know what I mean? Right. So obviously you'll be able to go to the shows and see it in person and not… But if not, you could be at your house and watch it and like still have fun. And I right. feel like it's opened that door. So yeah. I don't know. I think it's a positive thing. I mean yeah. for us, like from a gaming side, like three years ago when we were trying to like talk to and hit up all the like music people. Mm -hmm. Like especially in Korea, they'd be like, oh, like, like you said, like the old school thought, like, oh, gaming, like we don't do that. Mm. Um, we actually got really lucky. We yeah. got to do like a, a walk-on track with PH1. But he's from like the States, right? Where, yeah. You know, he understood and… Great like, artist. Gave us a chance. So thank you. Great uh, artist. Great artist. <laughs> Wait, yeah. funny story is… Uh, he… This is before COVID. But I, I didn't really know his work before like he, you know, uh, did something with us. And then like afterwards, I started like really following his stuff. Mm. And then like… I became like a big fan. Okay. And then it was kind of like… I saw him in person and then I got like really nervous. <laughs> I was like, wait. The second… The first time I met you, I was all cool. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then the second time I'm like a fan. And I'm just like, oh hi. Nice to meet you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that um, can happen for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So now though, like I think because they've been looking at live streaming… Like all the like Ajashi CEOs or mm. even though I'm an Ajashi uh, <laughs> now too. I'm, but. I'm getting close to bro. I feel you. <laughs> it's really, uh, it's really they're interesting. Like, they're like down to like talk about it. Now. Yeah. No, it's really interesting to see this develop. And the cool thing about uh, making music like what Riot's done here with KDA 
is that you can use it. It's yours. You don't have to pay licensing fees, right? Mm-hmm. So Riot has also uh, made their own music for that they can use now during their esports. They can do performances right. without paying rights because they've made it and they own it, right? Mm-hmm. right? So that's a really cool thing that I think a lot of companies are doing right now. And instead of necessarily like getting someone to do your walk-ons with you, like I think companies will eventually make music like this they can use themselves without having to pay fees. Yeah. The interesting thing is actually last year I had this one English song come out that was a collab with this like uh, really big DJ from Europe called the Fat Rat. Um, so the song cool name (laughs) the fed red yeah but I I learned recently that that is my top stream song because a lot of gamers use it in the back of their streams because it's like copyright free or whatever wait wait that's a big opportunity Mm -hmm. see we we try to make money right now right let's go Um, so stream my song if you want to thanks (laughs) yeah like Gotta right get that now, promo in. <laughs> um, like for the major labels, there's like these huge… You know what happened with like the whole Spotify thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? With like especially like K-pop and now Korean hip-hop. Like yep. you can't yeah. see it on Spotify anymore. Yeah. Um, so what's going on is on Twitch, when gamers are streaming… Like you know when you play like five hours, you need like stuff in the background. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Right. Go crazy, right? Because they're uh, they're streaming and they're not available, they get DMCA'd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So essentially, so there's no music to play when you game exactly in front of millions of people right, right now. So what's happening is, you know, if you're streaming and you're not playing music, you're losing views to somebody who is playing music. Oftentimes, because their stream is more chill, right? There's kind yeah. of a vibe to it. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people were actually taking risks, like, well, I might get in trouble for this, but I might not get caught because it was kind of. Unfortunately, not really blanket applied correctly. So some people were getting banned for music. Some people were not. Some people's old clips from months ago were getting banned. Mm. And so also Riot has also taken the same strategy with releasing their music and allowing it to be played on Twitch. Mm. So now you can use that music. And that's a strategy a lot of companies I think are going to be doing in the future is saying, hey, you can stream our stuff for free. It's free promo for us. And then are going to try to pull those streams into using their music for promotion. That's a great marketing tactic. Yeah. 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 We um, that's why we made the even the walk on tracks and stuff because uh, we like try to figure out like cool artists and like I wanted to like do more stuff with like more like Korean hip hop artists mm-hmm. and stuff, uh, but we couldn't get through to figure out how all the DMCA stuff works mm. of like licensing it's tricky. and then like online and offline and all that stuff. Mm. Right. So uh, the the next big topic I want to talk to you guys about um, is a new game that came out recently. And it's in one of my favorite series of all time is Monster Hunter. Mm. Uh, have you guys heard of Monster Hunter? It's, it's a very new game. It's getting very popular recently. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise just came out last week. Mm. Sold 5 million copies actually already. <sighs> Have you guys uh, had any experience with Monster Hunter? I've watched my little brother stream it for me over Discord when he plays it with his friends. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any relation to the movie that came out? With- yes. Oh, yeah? Actually, yes. So, so Capcom has a, a long history of making movies of their games. Resident Evil uh, in particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Street Fighter also… We try to forget that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the Resident Evil movies were okay they, over the years. Some. They Sometimes. used the same actress. Yeah, they, they yeah. always yeah, do. They do. For Monster Hunter too. But yeah. she's great though. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the movie… I haven't seen the Monster Hunter movie because I'm a huge fan. And I'm a little bit worried it's going to be like… Disappointing. Disappointing, mm-hmm. you know. But I probably will see it eventually. Um, but yeah, the, the main reason I wanted to bring up Monster Hunter is… Uh, you know, we have this cute little monster over here. He's a cat, angry cat, a cat monster is… The cool thing about Monster Hunter is that it's a, a game that you play competitively, but not against anyone. You actually mm. play PvE, so player versus enemies is the term that, that PvE means. So what you do is you go and farm a monster, you kill it, you carve parts from it, make a better weapon. Oh. Then you go into the next hunt, you fight a new monster, you get materials, you build a new weapon. But you're doing all of this online with strangers that you don't know, <laughs> but you actually work together towards a, summing, a common goal. So it's not unlike Diablo, right, that you, yeah. that you said you were a big fan of. And I wanted to ask you guys um, what your experience has been between playing in pl- player versus player games, like competitive games like League of Legends, Call of Duty, right? And games like Diablo, where you play cooperatively um, versus a common enemy, Monster Hunter. Uh, I just wanted to get you guys' take on that. Matthew? I kind of <laughs> I kind of want to start this game. You're getting me real curious about it right now. Because I really enjoyed the movie. I was like, oh, this movie's crazy. The, the main concept is, right, you… It's very much like uh, in terms of… It's builds, like the stuff that you're trying to do. is yeah. very like Diablo. You try to find these rare parts on the monsters. You get the best sword or the best bow. You have like crossbows in the game. Okay. You can fight with a lance. Right. You can right. fight with a uh, a switch axe, which is an axe that changes into a sword what? in the middle of the fight. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Dang. Um, and you, you basically farm this stuff to make the best gear. You min-max it. Yeah. And then 
You go play more with your friends. What I really like about this game uh, for me is it's very much a casual chill game for me because okay. I play games like League of Legends all the time. I, I get home from work. I play a game of League of Legends. The guy crushes me. My team is flaming me. They're really mad at me. Play a game of Monster Hunter. We're all fighting a common enemy. If you die, it's not a big deal. You mm. just go again. Nobody's hey, nobody's so flaming you. It's what, super chill. What, what is that on the monitor right now? Like, what are those things? <laughs> so, I actually don't know this game that well. So these are actually two bugs. They're smaller monsters that you can fight. If you kill them, you can farm their parts. Um, and yeah. if, why do you farm, farm bug parts? parts? Well, I mean, why would you need bug parts? This is a Banabra, and you can get its stinger, and you can use that to make a poison weapon Ooh. or a paralysis weapon. Okay. Paralysis um, this one I don't know what it's called, but I think you can get spider silk from it, um, oh. which you can use to make traps. So you can make traps. So you can you can literally hunt a monster, right? You stalk oh. it. You set up a trap. You put it down. The monster steps over it. Then you can do a lot of damage to it because it's stuck. It can't move. Mm. Like I think you'd like it since you like Diablo. But it's it's a really different vibe from playing competitive games. Yeah. Uh, and I was curious, since you like Diablo, do you play any other games like this that, that are like, you know, player versus enemy where you play against, you know, computer-controlled opponents? Diablo was the only one I did. I played three for a little bit. But um, the item concept got a little bit too crazy. So I just went back to what I was used to. Um, yeah, Diablo 3 was a little bit off the rails, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little crazy. I'm, I'm a little bit excited for 4. I might try that out. WoW was huge back in the day. Oh, man. World of Warcraft was huge. But I ruined actually, so many grades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And World of Warcraft was one of those combination games where you could play against the you know, economy enemy, like do a, a raid boss. But yeah. you could also fight against players as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, depending on what server you when, were on. When yeah. was your guys' like first time playing like something online or like a multiplayer game? I want to say when I was like 12, 12, 13. Uh, for what me, was, do you remember it? Huh? What was it? It was Diablo 2. <laughs> Diablo 2? <II. laughs> Wait, now you're Wait, playing what about you? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. about you, Arnold? What was your first one? My first, I, it was actually, <laughs> I, was, I still remember this. I So I grew up in LA in K Town. And so we had PC Bangs there or PC yeah. Cafes there. And then my like older, like my Kyung, who's like not my like, biological Kyung or whatever, uh, he's like, yo, like come with me like a Tuesday afternoon. Uh, to go to PC Bomb to play Counter Strike. Ooh, Counter Strike. Uh, and then, um, like, he never invited me to anything. <laughs> so I always was like, oh, but I have class. He's like, just, just, just skip it. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll come today. And then ever since then, it, my grades went down, but my <laughs> sniping went up. So, there you, go. you know, oh. you know. <laughs> what about you, Alexa? What was, do you have any memories of your first online game? Uh, zero, but my friends play WoW to this day, though. So to this they're day. trying to Dang. tell me to get, but I. I remember Time. I lost a lot of friends to WoW when WoW came out. Oh, I just really? never saw them again, you know. And a lot of them tried to get me to play it. And I'm still happy to this day that this was actually the case because I was very young. All my friends that got into WoW, like their grades dropped immensely. They oh, lost their no. girlfriends, right? Like at the time when it really blew up. And for me, the, the main reason why I didn't play was because you had to pay a subscription. I didn't have Yeah, that that's money. why I didn't so play I was, it. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, can't right, play. Right. Oh, well, I guess. Uh, my first online game I had with my Korean friends in Homeroom in, I want to say it was eighth grade. Uh, they were all playing StarCraft. And I remember they were all talking, speaking Korean. I didn't speak Korean at all at the time. And they were drawing diagrams on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. And they were playing a map called Fastest Map. So it's an eight-player map, free-for-all. And they were drawing diagrams. And I was like, what are you guys drawing? Like, tell me about this. And they told me they were playing StarCraft. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I actually have played that game offline at a friend's house. But I didn't know it had online play. And they're like, oh, yeah, you can play. I found out the game I had, the version I was playing, was like an illegal pirated copy. That's why I didn't have online. <laughs> oh right? no! So when I when I came back to school the next day, one of them had actually bought me a copy of the game. Wow. What a CD key! What a friend! And it was like, yo, come play with us tonight. Log in, and then I started playing StarCraft, and that was my first like real online gaming experience. I got super sucked in. Um, I feel like there's been a big shift in online gaming over the years because StarCraft, for example, was one of the first first competitive games most people played online. Yeah. Um, because you could play it on like Windows 95, Windows 97, you know, level computers. But back then, it was a 1v1 game mostly. So when you lost, you knew it was your fault. But as games have evolved over time and become more team-based, yeah, that's when that's when like your teammates get mad at you. That's when your teammates get very upset mm -hmm. uh, at you if you make a mistake. Um, and I, that's why I was mentioning Monster Hunter because I think it's a game that I'd, I'd highly recommend to people who have, you know, kind of anxiety with playing team games online. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people like to play against bots. Uh, in League of Legends because they're like, well, you know, you're never going to lose the game. So it's very low pressure. And I think games like that are super important. Mm. So we're going to go into our next segment, which is Trend, Set, Go. We have a lot of cool stuff that we've been getting off of Discord and Twitter and Reddit and all the memes around the world. And our first one is actually going to be <laughs> from a Reddit user, 
Poop in Dash. Uh, <laughs> and name. this user actually put their artistic skills to the test with this really cool Among Us sculpture. So take a look at that. Uh, it's it's that very, uh, very violent, but it actually won first place, actually. It's a snow sculpture, so you can Whoa. see it's actually made out of snow. If you look at first glance, it doesn't look like it's snow because it's just so clean, right? Wow. How do you do that? How long does it take? I, it was I imagine it probably takes a very long time. God willing, the weather stays cold enough. It looks can you very guys cold over there. Can you guys imagine how many times that the end of the, the tongue False. thing just like fell and he had to redo that? Oh god, yeah. That sounds pretty miserable. Oh, no. Take the picture. Take the picture. Hurry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could also see like the cracks on the mask as well. Mm -hmm. So for those not uh, familiar with Among Us, this is kind of like one of the animations you can have when you get killed by the imposter. So that's our, that's our first uh, thing we got from the net. And our next one is actually a really cool mashup that we have from LS Toast. Uh, he's a YouTube creator. And it's KDA Popstars, but it's max, masked with Megalovania in Beat Saber. So Beat Saber. Megalovania, a very popular song from the game Undertale um, from the Sans boss. I'll play this for you guys. So this is matched with KDA's pop stars. Yeah. This is the mashup between those two songs, I believe. Well, with the Beat Saber. Beat and if you guys Saber. don't know what Beat Saber is, it's a VR game where you swing at <laughs> uh, notes. It's really oh. fun. If you ever get a chance to go to a VR cafe or if you own a VR headset, highly recommend it. Let's watch the mashup. It gets so intense. Oh my god. This guy's actually wow. very skilled. Alright, the last one is from Space Shub of his dog reacting to one of the cool features in Monster Hunter Rise. So I'll click on this here. And in Monster Hunter Rise, you have a, a pet dog that you ride around the battlefield. Oh, you ride it? Yeah. Really? And so, let me maximize this for you guys. So the dog, he made his dog, this, this guy, this Reddit user made his dog in the game. And his dog did not take very kindly to seeing himself in a video game. <laughs> Why would you do this to me? Why? Yes, it does. <laughs> it looks just like you. And you know it does. It looks just like you. He's like, no, I look a little anemic in this, actually. <laughs> He's like, I think I'm a little… He's like, I'm not that skinny. Oh my god. Oh, what a cute dog. Sad. Yeah, so cute. I, I saw this video a few days ago. It was pretty funny. It's a cool feature in Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, it, I mentioned earlier… Very customizable game. I did not get paid to say all this stuff about Monster Hunter. I'm just a huge <laughs> fan. Um, you can customize your dog. You got a cat in the game as well. Oh. Customize your character completely. Dang. But that is going to do it for our very first episode of you wow. Game. I'm really glad you wow. guys could join me. I want to go around the table and give everyone an opportunity to plug themselves, talk about what they're working on recently, where people can follow you on social media. Let's start with you, Matthew. Yeah, uh, first and foremost, thank you for having me on you Game. I feel like I learned so much, not only about just gaming in general, but the inside scoop on what happens as far as like business-wise too. And um, yeah, man, I got a lot of up and coming projects coming up. Where should they look out for that? Where are they going to see the when it drops? Um, stay tuned on my SNS, uh, Instagram at BigMatthew, two Ts and three Ws. Um, yeah, follow Card. There's going to be new news coming up on our Card websites, on our, on our Card uh, social media. And yeah, man, it's about to be a crazy, crazy new BM. Thanks so much for coming. Oh. Alexa, what are you working on these days that you can share with us? Oh, man, what can I share? So many things are in the works, but like completely NDA at the moment. Uh, that's how it goes sometimes. That's how it goes. There's <laughs> a lot in the works right now. Potentially something that might tie in with the gaming community. Hmm. Oh. But uh, yeah, there's just, you know, expect things in the middle of the summer. Things are going to be happening. So just keep your eyes peeled for that. 
Sure. You want to use social media? You want to share with people? Sure. I mean, if you want to follow me, I got a Instagram and TikTok under the same label, Alexa underscore ZB official. And then follow me on Twitter, which is Alexa underscore ZB. Super easy to find. Yeah. Arnold, <laughs> lastly, any projects you're working on, any secret stuff you might be able to share or announce here, social media stuff you want to plug? Um, so I think there's a couple of things that I, I wanted to plug. One was uh, our obviously our YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash Esports. Uh, we have a bunch of awesome content there. We have this new series. I'm a huge basketball fan. Uh, and so I love Last Dance and I wanted to kind of show what, you know, actually happens in an esports team. So we have a series called All In. Uh, and then, you know, we have some other secret stuff coming with the music and, you know, very uh, music and gaming stuff. So Put me on, a lot bro. today. Yo, Put me we got to make it happen. We got to make go. it happen. Go. People will see this was the beginning Yo. of how we make all the money from Please Riot. Hook us up. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, so, yeah. But thank you guys for being up. You know, well, best of luck game. on the LCK finals on oh, Saturday. Ooh, by the time this comes out, that'll be over. So, you know, people in the comments can root for you or, or say, like, <laughs> condolences depending yeah. on what happens. <laughs> and, of course, I also, you know, you know, as the corporate guy, I also want to thank LG Ultra Gear for providing us yes. with a 4K monitor Whoa. and setting us wow. up with the back. And Very course, clean. And we got to hook up these gamers over here. Hey. You know, so we got to find a way to hook them up too. So we'll make that yeah. happen one way or another. Yes, so. sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, it's never too late to hey, start. Let's start Monster. Hey, you can use it's Microsoft Word in 4K. You know, there you go. Oh, that's Ooh. true. Microsoft Word in 4K. Ooh, <laughs> Excel and spreadsheets. Oh, man. So many frames. <laughs> <laughs> that cursor is going to blink so clean. <laughs> <laughs> Clippy is going to give you the the most high resolution oh, advice. All right, well, that's going to do it for our first episode. If you guys want to follow the Dive Studios, you can do so on Instagram and on Twitter at the Dive Studios. So just type in the Dive Studios on those. And if you want to follow on YouTube for full episodes, go to youtube.com slash dive pods. That's where you'll find all of Dive Studios' amazing podcasts. There's a whole world of content out there with people from all places in the world uh, on the Dive Studios website, or rather on their YouTube channel. It's a website. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, go check it out. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you in the next one. Yes, sir. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.